and aren't going to be released for nothing in exchange. But didn't they also get five Iranians? They will get five uh, Iranians uh, as well. Yeah, Jack. We need to add six billion dollars on top of that. This is the deal that uh, we were able to strike. This is the deal that we were able to strike. We give them five people actually convicted legitimately of crimes in our courts of law. They give us five hostages, and we give them $1.2 billion per hostage. That ought to make the world a better place. If you're a hostage taker, and Iran, they are hostage takers, because the Ayatollahs are radical Islamic jihadis, hell-bent on the total destruction of Western civilization, and the Jews, of course... United States of America, the great Satan, as they call us, while the Democrats here run after-school Satan clubs. Coincidence? Hmm, interesting. And, of course, Israel, the little Satan, and you got to wipe them out, and then the Obama-Biden administration gave them billions and billions of dollars and plain loads of pallets of shrink-wrapped euros, not even American dollars. And uh, so... They got the green light to continue to enrich uranium and spin centrifuges, which is for one purpose and one purpose only. That's to make nuclear weapons to wipe out the infidel in a fiery holocaust and uh, to continue to advance their ballistic missile program because that's okay with the Democrats. And now Joe Biden is giving the world's number one state sponsor of terror, whose world's Number one sponsor is Barack Obama and Joe Biden. And now Joe Biden is giving him $6 billion, freeing up frozen assets, yeah, which they didn't have until Joe Biden said, oh, you can have that $6 billion. But we're only going to, actually, they didn't say this. Joe Biden said that they're only allowed to use it for humanitarian purposes, you know, the well-known humanitarian uh, Islamic Republic, uh, the Islamic Revolution uh, is the humanitarian center of the Biden administration's world, I guess. They're not the people that commit acts of terror, genocidal anti-Semites, blow up the Jewish community center in Buenos Aires in Argentina because they can't sleep at night knowing that there might be Jews playing ping pong in Buenos Aires. So they had to blow them up. But uh, those are the people that just got $6 billion in cash. And, of course, the who is it? The Iranian foreign minister said, we will do with the money whatever we want. There are no restrictions on what we do with the money. Where back here, the Biden administration is lying to us that, uh, oh, they can only use it for humanitarian purposes because of all their humanitarian programs. Isn't that amazing? Yes, indeed. Now, before we uh, move on from the President Trump interview on NBC Fake News with the fake journalist Kristen Welker, who is a Democrat Party fluffer, Um, NBC Fake News did a lengthy fact check with a whole bunch of people typing on behalf of their party, the Democrat Party. And one of the things that President Trump said was, is the media ignoring the war in Ukraine? The correct answer is yes, they are. I've been talking about this for months now. And by the way, who's in charge of the peace talks? Oh, there are no peace talks and no one is in charge of the peace talks. And our Secretary of State is not in charge of any peace talks because there are no peace talks, because there is no effort to end the war. 
because Joe Biden is a tool of the military-industrial complex and the Democrat Party who got us into the Civil War, World War I, World War II, the Korean War, and the Vietnam War. And then it's their fault that al-Qaeda was successful. Jamie Gorelick and the Bill Clinton Justice Department making sure the CIA and the FBI couldn't talk to each other. Otherwise, gosh, they might have found out about the plot. But never mind that. Um, So the fact check, which goes on and on, incoherently, hysterically, and politically, they end with, is the media ignoring the war in Ukraine? Trump claimed, quote, the news is no longer reporting about the war, end quote. They don't report about the war anymore, end quote. You don't find much reporting. That means that Ukraine's losing, okay? I see very little reporting from NBC, your network. I see very little reporting from NBC, ABC, CBS, from anyone about the war. That's 100% true. I've been pointing this out for months now. And NBC News concludes in their fact check, that is demonstrably false. No, that's not demonstrably false. That is demonstrably true. But they don't care what the truth is. They're NBC fake news. In the last two weeks alone, listen to this, NBC News has published dozens of stories last two weeks and broadcasts. Aren't you in the broadcast business? Where would you publish them? Oh, on your web page. There are links to stories on their web page. On all platforms about the Ukraine war, including Richard Engel's exclusive interview, it was exclusive, with Secretary of State Antony Blinken, not in charge of peace talks, in Yahidni, Ukraine, which aired on Nightly News. Sure. I don't recall anyone making any comment about that. Um, Richard Engel, who actually is a news reporter, uh, talking to Antony Blinken didn't go anywhere. Nobody cared. That was a non-story. You're just fluffing the administration. And a 60-minute NBC News Now documentary following the lives of five Ukrainian mothers. That's their online streaming service, which has a viewership uh, smaller than you know the population of a city bus in New York. Nobody watches. The reporter's moms watch, and that's about it. Nobody watches. That's it. And then NBC claims CBS News and ABC News have had dozens of articles and videos on their websites. Uh, You're a network news operation. You don't get points for something on your website that nobody goes to. But that's the fact checker ethos at NBC fake news. Isn't that amazing? Yes, it is. All right, I'll tell you, before we get on to the... uh, um, (laughs) <laughs> so much. Let's get to the Oreos thing. I, I want to get to the Oreos thing because I, I want to make sure that we don't fail to get to the Oreos thing. This is a uh, you know a video that was making the rounds on Al Gore's amazing internet over the weekend. My best girl spotted it and pointed it out and shared it with me. And I shared it with uh, Michael Piercy and now we have it for you. There is a boy we're estimating six years old. He's sitting in a room that looks like an interrogation room at a table in a chair. And a man comes into the room, an adult, that's an adult male human, a man. And the boy is a male child, and there are only two genders. But the, um, notwithstanding what the Democrats say. And the boy is sitting at the table, and the man comes in, and he puts a stack of what appears to be $100 bills 
on the desk on the table in front of the little boy. And he explains to him, this is a stack of $10,000 in cash, all right? And then uh, where does it go from here? Then the man offers the child an alternative, an alternative. Now, while listening to this, keep in mind that Democrats are trying to convince children in grammar school that they should change their genders or that they're not, they're trapped in the body that's not really theirs. You're a boy, and I was reading last week, just because a baby is born with a penis doesn't mean he's a boy, and vice versa, and they're going on because the Democrat Party is, is mentally and sexually uh, demented. So here's the, uh, the little boy, probably six years old. Uh, Michael is uh, sharing because your boy is nine now. And uh, Max, great kid. And, uh, and, and here is the man explaining to the little boy that he's got a choice. $10,000 cash or, wait a minute. Hang on. This two out-of-the-box Oreo cookies. Here's your choice. Huh? Oreos. Oreos. Sure? That's yeah. ten thousand dollars cash. That's ten thousand cash. You want the Oreo cookies? Are you sure? Yes. Okay. He points his fingers that he wants the two Oreo cookies, not the ten thousand dollars in cash. Democrats will tell you that he is capable of deciding whether he is really a girl. Um, and the LGBTQ uh, rainbow of choices that the Democrat Party provides to little tiny children and that they push on the children and conceal from the parents, which used to be an imprisonable offense, and now is mainstream Democrat Party dogma. Dogma? Sure. My karma ran over your dogma. That still works. So that's good. And uh, honestly, now the uh, the hostages being held by Iran, uh, Iranian Americans went to Iran to visit the family, taken hostage, thrown in these hellhole Iranian prisons, as opposed to the nice Iranian prisons, and uh, and they held them there for years. And then Joe Biden agreed to give them six billion dollars in cash, one point two billion dollars per American hostage, six billion dollars five hostages, $1.2 billion per hostage, doubtless the largest ransom ever paid in the history of the world. And the news media loves it. They're giving Joe Biden a tongue bath. Joe Biden's in New York right now because the United Nations is meeting there, and they're going to applaud him for paying the world's leading state sponsors of terrorism billions of dollars for hostages, all right? Now, here is Fox News reporter Jackie Heinrich talking to Kabul Kirby. He's known as Kabul Kirby like Baghdad Bob ever since the botched Afghanistan evacuation, right? Um, the surrender to the Taliban who are brutalizing all the women and, and everybody else there. But pay no attention. Jackie Heinrich, Heinrich and Kabul Kirby. They aren't going to be released for nothing in exchange. But didn't they also get five Iranians? They will get five uh, Iranians uh, as well. Yeah, Jackie. Then why did we need to add $6 billion on top of that? This is the deal that uh, we were able to strike. This is the deal that we were able to strike. Uh, Who was negotiating? Was it a Democrat? Um, Because that's the deal. You think President Trump 
would have struck that deal. Here are your five Iranians who are here. And by the way, they were in prison. The five Iranians that Joe Biden is releasing to the Islamic revolution in Tehran. Uh, They were arrested for stealing secrets having to do with nuclear programs, ballistic missile programs, other forms of warfare, and they're in prison for being spies, for doing espionage in the United States of America, and they were put in prison for that. And now they're going home, and there there will be a parade for them. There will be a hero's welcome. And the leaders of Iran are the huge winners here, just giant winners, Uh, honestly. This is the worst deal that anyone has ever put together. And uh, let's get, because, you know, this means more hostages. All right, here is uh, Congressman Republican Mike McCall. Guess what's happened since then? A third of the inspectors at the IEA, that's that's the International Atomic Energy Agency, have been stripped by Iran out. And also, just today, this morning, the Saudis said, hey, this deal with Israel you're trying to negotiate, we're out. It's having a damaging effect throughout the Middle East, and it all started with this very naive transaction of $6 billion. Imagine what Iran's going to do with $6 billion. Imagine what, uh, and uh, talking about the, uh, the Obama-Biden deal that enriched the Iranians. They took hostages, now they're getting billions. Congressman Michael Waltz, a former U.S. Army Green Beret commander, My heart goes out to these families. I know several of these families, and they have been waiting for years uh, as their loved ones have been chained to to a prison. But at the end of the day, you know, the administration is trying to act like money isn't fungible. And even if we get the safeguards on this six billion, it frees up six billion of Iranian money for terrorism, for supporting Russia and everything else that and for the nuclear deal. So that's one, too. Uh, I worry that this is really greasing the skids to back into a new nuclear deal. Uh, and three, this is the beginning of the next round of hostages. And three, this is the beginning of the next round of hostages. Well, what what would ever make you think that the whole world's gotten the message? Take Americans hostage. Right. You get billions of dollars. What a deal. Take Americans hostage, you get billions of dollars. I suspect we will see more American hostage taking while the weak, spineless, jellyfish, gelatinous president of the United States is in charge. The five Americans have arrived in Qatar, which is not Qatar, it's Qatar. In the UAE, and they're on their way home, I hope for $1.2 billion, they got first class first-class seats, uh, and, uh, you know, like a couple of free vodka drinks on the way home. Hey, do you have smelly odors in your home or your office that you just can't get rid of? Now you can get rid of any stinky odor with the Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifier. The thunderstorm gets rid of strong odors from cooking, cigarette smoke, litter boxes, trash cans. Even leftists are no match for the Eden Pure Thunderstorm. The thunderstorm starts working in a matter of seconds to clear any room of any odor. Plus, there are no expensive filters to have to buy and schedule and mail to you and replace. You can hold an Eden Pure in your hand. It's only this big. Check them out online. More than 350,000 thunderstorms sold. Countless five-star reviews online, including from me. You know it's going to work like a champ. And this week, I've got a great deal for you. To own your own Eden Pure thunderstorms right now, you can save $200 on three Eden Pure thunderstorms for whole home protection. 
That's three units for under $200. All you have to do is go to EdenPureDeals.com on Al Gore's amazing internet and enter the discount code CHRIS. That's me, C-H-R-I-S. That's EdenPureDeals.com. The discount code is CHRIS. And you get free shipping. What a deal. Yeah, this, this administration is a disaster of historic and epic proportion. And I've got more of them coming up as well. Illegal aliens, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. Hey, it's Chris Plant. Excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Yeah, by the way, the Iranians that uh, the Biden administration is releasing back to the world's leading state sponsor of terror, um, they're releasing five criminals, and, uh, including uh, Murdad Ansari, an Iranian, uh, sentenced to 63 months in prison in 2021 for obtaining equipment that could be used in missiles, electronic warfare, nuclear weapons, and other military gear. Reza Kafrani, an Iranian charged in 2021, like a year and a half ago, he's letting him out, over allegedly unlawfully exporting laboratory equipment to Iran. We're talking about nuclear weapons, ballistic missiles, uh, electronic warfare. They're spies. They're espionage agent agents for the world's number one state sponsor of terror. And the Biden administration is giving them everything they want, everybody they want. They're spies who will come home as conquering heroes and they'll have a parade and they'll be rewarded handsomely. And the $6 billion for the biggest terrorist organization on the planet because Joe Biden is the new number one sponsor of radical Islamic jihad against the West. Before it was Barack Obama and Joe Biden. Now Joe Biden, another $6 billion for the terrorists, for the hostage takers, which will naturally incentivize a great deal more hostage-taking. That's the whole point of taking hostages, is getting money. Billions. All right, the, um, the Democrats are not on our side, you know, the side of the United States of America. Nuclear espionagers arrested, tried, jailed for a much too brief uh, period of time. Uh, and Joe Biden's going to let them all go. They're captured in 2021, and he's letting them all go because he's not on our side. And here's $6 billion on top of that. You know, it's not his money, is it? Speaking of which, uh, the Lizard King, Chuck Schumer, he's commonly known as the Lizard King, He's got a Twitter account, and he tweeted out, new in all caps, colon, 
They love their colons. Because of our Inflation Reduction Act, nearly $75 million is on the way to plant trees across New York. I'm sorry, what? From Buffalo to the Bronx, we are planting the seeds for a cleaner and greener and cooler future for all. You know, everybody wants to live in a cooler place, right? That's why everybody from New York moves to Florida, because they're looking for a cooler place. You know, a warmer planet is a better planet, a more prosperous planet, a more plentiful planet, crops, and you can grow more vegetables, which would confuse Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez because she thought they came from Whole Foods. But you may remember Joe Biden said that he wished that he hadn't called it the Inflation Reduction Act because it has nothing to do with reducing inflation. And this took some in the media by surprise because they're really stupid and they don't pay attention and they don't follow the news. But the Inflation Reduction Act was never about reducing inflation. It's a giant trough of corrupt money, over a trillion dollars for the Democrats to hand out to their allies who are supporters of the Democrat Party. It's Chicago-style walking around money at the trillion-dollar level, which is completely berserk. But they had to admit, hey, wait, Joe Biden said this. He said, I wish I hadn't called it the Inflation Reduction Act because it doesn't do anything to reduce inflation. And now Schumer, the Lizard King, is bragging about poaching $75 million of our hard-earned taxpayer dollars to plant trees in New York, and now it's about cleaner air because trees, $75 million, ought to make the air cleaner. Inflation Reduction Act had nothing to do with inflation. Quote, the Inflation Reduction Act, I wish I hadn't called it that because it has less to do with reducing inflation than it does to do with dealing with providing for alternatives that generate economic. That was uh, Lydia Karana at uh, Newsmax explaining what Joe Biden had said in uh, confessing, revealing that the trillion-dollar slush fund that the Democrats stole from us was never about reducing inflation at all. They're just handing it out to their allies who support the Democrat Party. It's a gigantic scandal if we only had a news media that was in the news business. Unfortunately, we don't. And that, my friends, is called Bidenomics. <laughs> That's Bidenomics. That's by now. Now we have uh, we have there's there's video that emerged today of Customs and Border Protection dropping off a busload of illegal aliens. Is it just one busload? In downtown, from what we could see in the video, I'm sure there are millions more. And uh, the Customs and Border Protection people are so overloaded, they're so overwhelmed, and they're out of space and people that they brought a busload of illegal aliens to downtown San Diego, where my brother Daniel lives. And uh, he's a news reporter there, a TV news reporter there. And they just dropped him off downtown, like is happening all over the country because the Democrats are here to destroy the place. And one of the illegal aliens says, hey, can I go to Chicago? And the Customs Border Protection guy is like, you know, you're free and loose in the United States. You can go murder all the people you want and uh, steal and loot and you know, just behave like a Democrat. And remember, the Democrats want your vote. I'm paraphrasing a little bit of this. You're free to, you're free to vote all you want. You're free to. 
Okay, uh, it's no problem uh, if I go to Chicago. You can go where you want. It's no problem if I go to Chicago. You can go where you want. You're loose. You're free. This is Joe Biden's open border, open gates America, overrunning. Well, the, the man that was convicted in Brazil of murdering 11 people and escaped Brazil and came to the United States was captured in New Hampshire. And then the Brazilian murderer who is wanted for murder in Brazil that murdered the woman in Pennsylvania by stabbing her 38 times in front of her two little girls, I think seven years old and four years old. I think that's right. Uh, pay no attention to that. So Customs and Border Protection completely overwhelmed. And dude is, uh, uh, first of all, illegal dude. Uh, I got, you know, uh, MS-13 tattoos all over his face. Not really. I didn't see the video, but might as well. And he's like, oh, I can go to Chicago? It's like, yeah, sure. Join a gang. Shoot people. Do whatever you want. Just remember to vote for the Democrats. Because, and as I'm not indicting the Border Patrol person, he's, he's completely overwhelmed. They have no choice because Biden is here to destroy America and the Democrats are here to destroy America. You remember Barack Obama warning us all that we better learn to speak Spanish because they've got plans for this country and the plans are not about making the country a better place to live. Governor Glenn Youngkin was on the Fox News Channel this morning. He's the governor of the Commonwealth of Virginia and he has a bright political future and he was asked about that today. He's term limited to one term as all Virginia governors are. Are you going to run for president? And he's like, I'm busy being governor right now. But talking about the open borders and Joe Biden and the Democrats and their policy of destroying the United States of America, Glenn Youngkin, uh, he's articulate, bright, and clean. Kind of like Barack Obama, but not the first one to come along, as Joe Biden said. Governor Glenn Youngkin. And of course, we're seeing the, the free flow of drugs coming over the border, make its way to every state. Every state is a border state and, and the cartels reach is deep and the gangs and illegal drug uh, drug trade is causing a Virginia. Five Virginians a day on average die from fentanyl overdoses. I mean, five a day. Um, this is these are the realities that are on voters minds in Virginia this year. And I think they're the same realities that will be on Americans minds next year. Just in Virginia, not exactly a border state, five a day. Five, it, it, now, if this were a shooting, five people were shot and killed every day, the Democrats would be committing suicide in huge numbers. They'd be hanging themselves from bridges. They'd be self-immolating on the steps of the Supreme Court if it were from guns, almost always used by Democrats to shoot people and kill people because Democrats kill people and harvest the organs of little black babies. Um, and uh, five a day in Virginia, fatal drug overdoses, he says, just from fentanyl uh, flowing across our open border, the cartels and the drug gangs and the gangs in the United States, th these are the good old days for them because of Joe Biden and the Democrats. Then the lieutenant governor, governor of uh, the state of Texas, Dan Patrick was also on the television today talking about all the illegals that the Democrats have spread across the country. And listen to the numbers that Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick threw out this morning. For our state and for America, you know, in most big cities now around the country, they see people here illegally on the streets everywhere, everywhere they see them. 
And, and, and I've been saying this, and I know we've talked about this, Lawrence, I've been saying it a long time. We are now approaching a moment where we have between 10 and 15% of every person in America being here illegally. Before Biden came into office, we had between 25 and 30 million people here illegally, according to the MIT study and my own records that I keep. And under Joe Biden, we've had two million apprehensions every year in a four-year term. That's eight million. Another million plus gotaways we see and we can't catch. That's nine million. And by the way, we don't apprehend everyone. As you know, Lawrence, you're a Texan. So if we apprehended eight million, let's say a one-on-one, there's another eight million that got in. That's 15 or 16 million people since Biden became president that's illegally here in this country. Add to that that was here before. We're now between 40 and 50 million people here illegally. That's the Democrat Party. They are a hostile foreign force. They are here to take down the United States of America. 40 to 50 million, and he cites an MIT study for the initial number, and he says the numbers that he keeps himself in uh, Texas. MIT study, 25 million to 30 million people in the country illegally, 10% to 15% of the overall population in the country because the Democrats are not on our side. Lieutenant Governor Patrick. They have health issues. Most are not highly educated. They don't know our history, and and it harms our very foundation of a nation. We need a Republican president to shut down this border and end what is ending America over time. Ending America, which is their goal. Um, Honestly, from Noam Chomsky to Barack Obama and Saul Alinsky, Obama's an Alinskyite, Hillary an Alinskyite, they're not on our side. They're not on the side of the United States of America. They are here to destroy America as as we know it, as we knew it, uh, and uh, they're happy to do it, happy to do it. Let's go to soundbite number 10. Joe Biden was walking into the White House, and one reporter had the temerity to shout a question, probably Jackie Heinrich, about impeachment, and he laughed and bumped into a tree and said, uh, lots of luck. What's your response to the House Republicans opening an impeachment into you? Lots of luck. Then he fell over, choking on his own tongue. Isn't that amazing? Yes, it is. Boy, oh boy, I'm telling you. All right, there is a Republican congressman of sorts. His name is Ken Buck. And Ken Buck is one of these phony Republicans that gives the news media everything the news media wants, saying, well, really, there is nothing here to impeach President Biden for. Because, you know, we don't have enough evidence, and that's a crock of hooey. Uh, Rhino Republican Ken Buck not playing it on his own team. There are a lot of issues that we need to be focused on. Inflation is out of control. We've got high interest rates. There's crime, and especially in the urban areas. Our border is a mess, and we need to fix that. And at a time when we need to pass a spending bill and at a time when we need to have a continuing resolution until we get all of our spending bills, appropriations bills done, uh, we're focused on an impeachment inquiry. It is the wrong thing at the wrong time, and I hope that Congress uh, puts its big boy pants on and starts to uh, focus on, on the real issues that Americans care about. Ken Buck is making a fool of himself, a genuine, authentic, class A fool of himself. 
Here's the headline. GOP Rep. Buck condemns his party's impeachment effort against Biden, the radical left-wing Axios front group for the Democrat Party. And the, he's all over CNN and he's, he's all over the left-wing media praising him because he's betraying his party. And, and not only that, but he's ignorant and he's not telling the truth. And with that said, let's go to what Congressman Michael Waltz said this morning, just ticking off a thing or two about, you know, evidence. I don't know where he's going with it because we also have a longstanding, credible FBI informant that's testifying that Biden received five million. That's that the 1023, uh, you know, on, on the official form that Joe Biden received five million. Hunter Biden received five million. You have multiple email and text correspondence of Hunter complaining about paying dad's bills, right. not being able to access his bank account and having to split his salaries, complaining to his daughter. All of that alone is admissible in court. That's evidence. That's evidence. And uh, honestly, Ken Buck, if he has any friends, his friends should jump in and try to save him from himself. Uh, a Democrat also assassinated a police officer in Los Angeles County. Um, yesterday, walked up to him in his police car right in front of the police station, the sheriff's uh, station, and walked up to the side of his car, police officer sitting in his car, third-generation police officer, uh, put the gun up the window, shot him in the head, and murdered him, and fled the scene, and the Democrat is still on the loose. The L.A. County Sheriff is a guy named Robert Luna, press conference yesterday. Our deputy left his family tonight to serve our community, laid it all on the line to serve us. He's third generation. His father served with us. His grandfather served with us. Service was running through his veins. A, uh, an article from minutes ago out of Los Angeles, person of interest detained in murder of Los Angeles deputy um, USA Today has the update. Let's go to the former sheriff of Los Angeles County, Alex Villanueva. Alex Villanueva was also on the Fox News Channel early this morning talking about the assassination of yet another police officer. And who's really to blame here? The Board of Supervisors did not pull the trigger, definitely. We're going to find that person and we're going to deal with him. But they're setting the stage for this because they spent four years when I was in office vilifying, dehumanizing law enforcement, telling everyone, convincing the criminal community that deputies are gang members. And so in the twisted minds of these evil fools that did this, they start rationalizing, hey, it must be okay, because, hey, if the establishment says they're bad guys, well, I see they're bad guys as well. So they're not helping the situation. They made it worse. The Democrats, the Board of Supervisors, Los Angeles, California, defunding, demonizing, vilifying, and dehumanizing the police, leading to so many attacks on police. This another assassination, by the way, uh, former L.A. County Sheriff Alex Villanueva. Unfortunately, the Board of Supervisors, they choose them as just, you know, their punching bag because it was a popular thing to do, to demonize law enforcement. And uh, these are the very real manifestations of the Democrat Party's demonization. The latest murder, Ryan Klinkelbrumer, third generation with the Sheriff's Department in Los Angeles. His grandfather and his father served. He served and he was assassinated by a Democrat because the Democrat murderer had a green light from the Democrat Party's leadership in Los Angeles and across the country. 
to make the police into the bad guys and the bad guys into the victims. So the President of the United States, uh, Jellyfish Biden, he's in New York because the United Nations is there. And, uh, and there's a meeting at the United Nations. The White House put out a schedule on Saturday that uh, listed the date as 2022 repeatedly on their schedule because they're geniuses. Uh, also for today, the president has his presidential daily briefing at 9.30 a.m., and then he has nothing until 6.15 where he's got a fundraiser, a campaign event, they're calling it. And then at 7.30, he's got another fundraiser. Uh, they're calling it a campaign reception. And uh, restricted to the press, he's just there raising money. And the press will probably give money uh, while they're there, for that matter. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Yeah. He went out to dinner last night in New York, and a couple of people saw him. But, uh, boy... I'm telling you. I am telling you. Think the Iranians take some of the $6 billion and turn it around and feed it back to the Democrats? What do you think? Maybe they give it to George Soros and uh, hard to say. Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy stuff. Oh, we do have this. uh, There is another funny video that was making the rounds over the weekend of a little girl crying to her mother. And when the mom says, "What's, what's wrong, honey? What's wrong? She explains... Daddy called me a Democrat. And mom says, what? Says, Daddy said I was a Democrat. What's wrong? Daddy said he's a Democrat. What? Daddy called me a Democrat. <laughs> he what? He called, he called me a Democrat. Are you serious? Yeah. Daddy! Daddy, why did Daddy call her a Democrat? She probably expected to get all kinds of things for free and not have to do anything for it, I'm guessing. And, you know, as a four-year-old. Maybe a three-year-old calling your daughter a Democrat could scar her for life. You probably don't want that. Daddy called me a Democrat. Daddy said I was a Democrat. And mom is like, Daddy, why why did you do that? Traumatized the poor little girl. Very sad. Crazy. Hey, they've arrested somebody in California in the police assassination that the Democrat Party inspired. So that's progress. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra five to ten. What if I give you 15 to 20? You pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B L E A V on YouTube or wherever you listen.